What do ACDC The Broadway musical Brigadoon Paul McCartney and classical sprouts have in common? Well, they all feature the bagpipes in some of their music, or in our case, in one of our episodes. We're learning all about the bagpipes today on... Classical Sprouts! Welcome to Classical Sprouts, the awesome classical music podcast for kids. I'm Kate Botello, and today we're going to talk about and listen to all the neat sounds and music the bagpipes can play with a special guest. But first, let's start with a Quizlet question. Since we're talking about bagpipes today and the great Highland bagpipes hail from Scotland, we've got a Quizlet question about Scotland for you today. What is the national animal of Scotland? What is the national animal of Scotland? We'll give you a hint along the way, so stick around for the end of the show. We'll tell you the answer. Hello, Sprouts, and welcome to our episode today where we will be talking about and listening to the music of the bagpipes. We even have a special guest, Peter Deneen, the pipe major with Grand Traverse Pipes and Drums from Traverse City, Michigan. Hi, my name is Peter Deneen. I play the Great Highland Bagpipes. Hi, Pete. I started playing the bagpipes when I was 14, and I had always loved how bagpipes sounded. Uh, I had always loved how bagpipes, people playing the bagpipes, a bagpipe band, I always really loved the look with the the uniforms that they wear and the the, the actual look of the instrument. I, I was always drawn to it. In fact, my my parents tell a story of being at a of, of me as a as a as a very young young boy, probably a toddler. Um, being at a at a parade in Mackinac City, and a, a bagpipe band from Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, was in the parade, and they came along playing. And I I broke free of my parents and walked along next to the bagpipe band, staring, and and just being absolutely captivated by the sound and the look of this band. So I have loved how bagpipes sound for as long as I can remember. Oh, that's so neat. Bagpipes are often used as comic relief, aren't they? Yeah. Um, one of my one of my vivid memories of of uh, the cartoon character Bugs Bunny is when he's in Scotland and he pops up from his hole and there's a bagpiper, a, a, a cartoon bagpiper playing, and Bugs says to the camera. Oh no, that octopus is strangling that old lady. And Bugs runs to the piper, rips the bagpipes out of the piper's arms, stomps on it, and of course, that ruins the bagpiper's day. You've ruined my pipes! So I welcome any opportunity 
to share all that's good and right about the bagpipes. They are not comic relief. Just like any of the rest of us, we can have a lot of fun with them. But they're a legitimate musical instrument and uh, deserve to be heard. Even though we think about the bagpipes as being a traditional Celtic instrument, the bagpipes actually originated in the Middle East. And versions of the instrument have been around for thousands of years in regions all around the world. So let's get into it. When Pete brought this bagpipe into our studio here at Interlock and Public Radio, I was kind of discombobulated. I mean, it's this huge, complicated contraption, and I'd never seen one up close before. But as Pete told us, the name bagpipe pretty much tells us exactly what we need to know about the instrument's parts. But if you think about what it's called, bagpipes, that's exactly what it is, Kate. There's a bag which acts as kind of a third lung, and that holds up the instrument, but it also supplies air to the four pipes out of which sound comes. But there are actually five pipes total in this complicated instrument. The one that the player blows into is called, surprise, the blowpipe. The bag supplies air to the three drones, which sound like this. Mm, That's all they do. Those three drones rest on the player's shoulder, and then... The bag goes under the left arm, and um, all, all that I do is I keep pressure on the bag with my left elbow. And so when I, when I need to take a breath, there's a little valve in the blowpipe that keeps the air from rushing back into my mouth, so I can take a breath. So let's review, okay? Our piper, he's blowing into the blowpipe, he's resting three drones on his shoulder, he's squeezing the bag with his elbow and watching a valve to make sure he can actually breathe. And on top of that, he also has to play a melody. He does that with a special part of the instrument called a chanter. That's played with um, with your, your hands. It looks kind of like a recorder on steroids. So let's hear our very talented and coordinated friend Peter Deneen play his bagpipes right now. This is a lullaby called Shogun. Now, as you probably noticed, they're loud, and they have a very high pitch. This is because the sound of a bagpipe needs to project across miles. Now, even though they're very big and they're very loud, the musician has to be really careful to keep them in tune and keep the pitch under control while they make this giant sound. Now, the bagpipes have several reeds in them, which is how they produce the sounds. Bagpipes contain reeds that are similar to maybe a clarinet or a saxophone reed in the drones, and then an oboe or bassoon reed in the chanter. But a lot of the pitch depends on how the musician lets the air out of the bag. You do have to be very careful about the pressure 
that's exerted upon the bag. Um, if, if there isn't enough pressure, the pitch is very unsteady. So you've, we've probably all heard bagpipes making this kind of sound. Yeah. And that's when the pressure isn't, isn't firm enough, isn't, isn't, doesn't have enough power. And if there's too much power, well, then the reeds can shut off entirely. But before they do, the pitch goes up and up and up and up. Here is the Simon Fraser University Pipe Band, all applying just the perfect amount of pressure in this performance of Amazing Grace. Wow. It seems like the bagpipes require a lot of physical strength and coordination to play. That means it takes a lot of work to even start getting sound out of the instrument. Peter told us a little bit about what it takes. They're fairly difficult to get started. And then once they are going, um, of course, they're pretty easy to stop. But then you have to start them back up again. (laughs) And then how exactly does the musician get it started? You fill the bag with air by blowing in the blowpipe. You balance the instrument on your shoulder and then give the bag a little push to kind of jump start or kick start the drones and then get the instrument under your arm and then give the bag a little bit more pressure and then the chanter starts sounding. That sounds like a lot of work. So the musicians have to take that into consideration when they decide what music they're going to play. They don't want to make everybody start and stop so often that they get tired. So what do they do? Pipe bands uh, and bagpipers too tend to play sets of tunes in a row. Here now is one such set of tunes that Peter picked out for us to listen to. Three marches performed by the 78th Fraser Highlanders Pipe Band. After the break, we'll listen to some more that the bagpipes tend to play and learn about how Pete got started playing them. We'll also give you a hint for our Quizlet, so stick around. Hi, I'm Keith Brown, and I'm the host of Gameplay. Every week on the show, I celebrate the amazing world of video game music with everything from beloved classics to brand new soundtracks. You can stream episodes at our website, GameplayShow.org. I hope you'll join me for this adventure.
Hi, I'm Aaron Selbig. And I'm Dr. Amy Bessler. And we are the Latchkey Kids. Every week on the Latchkey Kids, Aaron and I remember some of our favorite things about growing up in the 1980s. Like choose your own adventure books. Mall culture. Doing the <gasps> that very special episode of Punky Brewster when Punky got trapped inside a refrigerator. Annie, the sun will come out tomorrow. Maybe we shouldn't sing in the promo. Listen to the Latchkey Kids podcast, available everywhere you get your podcasts, with new episodes available every Monday. Did we tell them we're brother and sister? Welcome back, Sprouts. Today we're here with great Highland bagpiper Peter Deneen and are listening to all the different sounds and music the bagpipes can make. Before we get back into it, let's get a hint for our Quizlet. At the beginning of the episode, I asked you what the national animal of Scotland is. I'll give you a hint. It is not the Highland cow. You know those beautiful fluffy ginger cows with horns? Nope. It's not them, even though they are so, so cute. In fact, though, this animal that we're looking for may not even be a real animal. Well, that'll get you thinking. We'll tell you the answer at the end of the episode. So we've been learning about the bagpipes and how it's made and how it's played by Peter Deneen and why it's so loud and so high. But what kind of music do you play on the bagpipe? Well, musically, the bagpipe's a little bit limited because unlike a lot of musical instruments, it can only play nine different notes total. There's the scale. There's <laughs> one scale. Okay. We have no sharps. We have no flats. We just have the nine notes that we get. And from the lowest to highest, it sounds like this. And that's all we have. But even with just one scale, the bagpipes can get lots of different sounds because of the three drones and all the different harmonies and overtones. Not only am I playing four instruments at once, now granted the chanter I can change notes and the drones are, are, are steady, as you sang, but every note harmonizes a little differently with the drones and there, there's, there's really interesting harmonics that are created. Um, chords and overtones and things. So it's, it's, it's really, um, in, in many ways, like I'm, I'm playing more than just an instrument. Bagpipe players can also get more notes into a melody by using what are called grace notes, which they do by wiggling their fingers over the holes of the chanter. So there's very simple grace notes like this. But then there are also very elaborate grace notes. Now let's hear a pipe band all play melodies and harmonies and grace notes together. This is the 78th Fraser Highlanders Pipe Band with Mason's Apron and Crooked Bridge.
Now that was awesome. So we've learned all these neat facts about the bagpipes. Peter Deneen, how did you start playing them? The instrument is very easy, um, kind of like a, like a piano. When you press on a piano key, a note comes out. When I blow air into a practice chamber, even if I don't press any holes, I just blow into it. It makes that sound. And once you get that practice chanter under control, you graduate to a real chanter, which then gets plugged into a bag. And they'll put um, corks, plugs, in the, in the pipes that, contain, that would normally contain the three drones. So it's much easier to handle. Then once you master the bag, then you add in the three drone pipes, but only one drone pipe at a time. Up next, one of the most famous pieces for bagpipe in the whole world... This is called Scotland the Brave. Many thanks to Peter Deneen for hanging out with us and sharing his intimate knowledge of this fascinating, complicated, and loud instrument, the bagpipes. Peter Deneen, thank you. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts for being here this week. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. All right, Classical Sprouts, it's time to reveal the answer to our Quizlet question. At the beginning, I asked you if you knew the national animal of Scotland, then gave you the hint that it is not the adorable Highland cow and that this animal may not even be a real animal. You think you know? Drumroll, please. It's the unicorn. Yes, that is right. It's actually officially the unicorn, the magical mythological creature that looks like a horse with a large horn on its forehead. Scotland has a rich history of having a love of legends, from ghosts and witches to giant water monsters like the Loch Ness Monster, Nessie. Unicorns have been used as imagery on flags, crests, and crowns, decorations, and buildings for centuries in Scotland, and still, to this day, the national animal of Scotland is the unicorn. Who knew? Well, we did. And now you do. All right, Sprouts, thanks for hanging out with us today and learning about and listening to the bagpipes. If you want to see a picture of the bagpipes in action, want to listen to some more bagpipe music and learn a bit more about our pal Peter Deneen, check out our website at classicalsprouts.org. This episode was produced by Emily Duncan Wilson with support from Amanda Sewell. Our digital content manager is Casey Brown. I'm Kate Botello, and as they might say in Gaelic in Scotland, I'll do my best. Martian Levandrasta. See you soon. <laughs>